from. Okay. Um, we there was a suggestion that before any type of uh, moid, we should speak a little bit about the moid and uh, Tishabov is a moid. It's definitely called a moid. So it's the last it's last side over here. And in our dvarim sheet, we have an addendum, quote unquote b'mikra on Tishabov. Um, just because one of the shonim has a piece on it, I felt we would go through the piece a bit and understand um, understand a little bit about it, think about it, because it, it does give us some very important points about Tisha B'Av and so on. It's a, it's the, it, the piece is a Taurus Mincha, who is the Talmud of the Rashba. We have some other pieces from him. He's somebody who kind of straddles Kabbalah and Pshat and so on. So, yes, this all. He puts out a question. What are all those things we do for Tisha B'Av? Mayan Isra Chitza Sirinel and why is it an oval hive? In other words, what's the theme of it? And in Kippur, we do these things to be contrite. In other words, the inuishable, the, the deprivation and the sense of not having makes a person more humble, contrite, and easy to do tshuva. Tishabov has an element of kindness to it, that's true. But also, the Avelos, how do these things symbolize Avelos? And this goes very much to the heart of understanding our Hashkaf on Avelus and so on. V'yashlomi says, V'pnei shamisa hipirot chibor nefesh menaguf. In other words, there's a tremendous, there's a tremendous difference between our view of death and the world's view of death. The world views death as destruction, as oblivion, as non-existence and so on. Um, which is, I guess, similar in a sense to the way the Raman describes karis, non-existence. The the, um, the the we understand death as separation. In other words, a person is a gufen and a shama, and you've separated the two parts, um, and therefore all of the inyanim that we deal with over here are things that are, the, the things that have an obvious chayiv in it are things that deal with the chibur of the two. Now let's take an example. He says, um, it, it, it sounds very interesting. When you eat something good, it tastes good. The body is nana from it. And even if we wouldn't have a nefesh or neshama, and the body would still enjoy it. So animals enjoy eating, and there's a hunger drive, and there's, and there's a pleasure, you know, the animal chooses foods. Those are purely physical nyanim. But um, if, on the other hand, thinking, etc., activities that are just basically purely ruchnistic uh, nyanim. When a person washes himself clean, and so on, when a person goes to a spa, when a person has those types of hanoah, it's not a physical, physical hanoah. I'm not aware of animals that enjoy taking a shower, um, and many, many coarse and primitive people don't at all enjoy that type of thing. But there's a certain sense of pleasure that one is clean, it smells well, etc., 
those are sort of pleasures that are bred by the cash of the Nefesh and Guf. I look good. I feel good. I am clean. Um, that those are reflections of the Nefesh of the of the of the Nefesh when it comes into uh, into cash uh, in the cash with the Guf. So Tashamita, it's not the pleasure of Tashamita itself is physical, but the Indian of it is It is something which is um, it, it 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 creates more of those entities. We believe because again, if you think about it, we believe that there is a um, that Akharshpoch has a collection of the neshamas. The Gemara calls nefesh beguf, and the, 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 there's a a, um, a place, let's say, or what, however you'll describe it, where neshamas are. They exist whether they have a body or not. Bodies are made of chaymer, which there's plenty of chaymer around. You just have to shape into a body and so on. That's not something which is significant. But what creating another human being means bringing another nefesh into the gulf. The chayn. Ne'ilas hasandl mo'yar Of all the elements in a wearing, shoes have in themselves a very deep inyan. It says, "Siluka moral pirud v'chalitza tochiach." The clothing are on top of a body. Um, you don't put the person into his clothing. The clothing dresses a person, and so on. Shoes, you sort of put the person into a shoe, and that's why the whole Indian of chalitza um, revolves around taking off a shoe, because it says it's a remez of neshamis in the guf, and they are caught in the guf. And they don't, you know, and and they, they don't. The, the the brother has neshamas that had to come to this world. He, he was able to do. You're doing it for him. Chlitza undoes that. Um, when you go to Makom Kaddish, we say Shoes have in themselves, and and in in Yanim of Pnim, shoes represent the shoe to the the body represents the neshama in the guf. Because in a certain sense, um, you can shake. Uh, the entire person is in a shoe. It's, if, if you think about it, clothing, the clothing around the person, you can um, you can remove the clothing without affecting the person. The shoes, you must take the person out of the shoes, or like take the shoes off of the person out, but he is inside it. What's inside the shoe is his lowest part, and what sticks out of the shoe is everything else, which is a very strong muscle for the neshama and the guf. We have a piece of neshama in us that we're aware of, and that's sort of the part that physically is bonded with us. The rest of it is affected by what we do and affects us, but it's not directly in us. Uh, the same way, if you push, if you, if you move the shoes, the entire person will go along with it because he's in it, but he's not really in it. He's, he's, he's in it, but he's not in it. That's the muscle of a person to uh, a neshama to goof, like a person to shoe. Oh, yes. The, the shoe there is the goof, and the person is the yes, neshama. Yes. Maybe the lesson of Na'al also has some. Correct. And 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 um, it's also interesting that the thing that <coughs> the shoe <coughs> is sort of skin. It's it's it's, it's <coughs> that's what it is. It, it's you're putting yourself into an animal skin. I mean, halachically, non leather is the primary 
um, in, in raw material for a shoe. Anything else doesn't really count as a shoe halachically. I mean, that's always the tissue about. So it, it represents that, and therefore it's also the period. Um, the chen ha tifa, in the time of Chazal, atifa was one of the forms of avelos. Um, you have it by a metzora in the pasuk. Atifa, it's hard to describe something we don't really have, was they would lower, uh, just like if you have a talus over your head, they would lower it much further down. And the point to it was, it's sort of, re- when, when you wrap <coughs> up your face in a shawl, it's hard to speak. Um, it, all, it takes the core hadiva out of the kuf, which is the sign of shamin. The oval does not speak. In other words, the koyach hadibur is the koyach of the neshama, and when you remove it, the person is no longer medaber. So he says, and really, when I dinner, let's not do a kol. An oval should not be talking at all, but since it's impossible, you must talk about different things. So the there's restrictions, but on certain things, well, Moshe say lashalom Torah but um, those things that he must have, like eating and drinking, <coughs> those are things that we left there, and so on and so forth. So he says like this, and so so let's yeah, if, if, let's sort of define his point. His point is that Mises seem to us not as a void, but a separation of two two elements that don't want to be separated, that should not be separated, that are half things. That's what it is. It's a it's a separation between guf and nefesh, and um, and that's where the tsar of of the misa is, because just like isha and isha, um, just like a zivug of isha and isha is becomes one, and and Chazal indicate that the loss of a spouse achon son is the hardest loss on a person. When a person loses children, it's a tremendous tsar. But the sense of of uh, uh, one's existence coming, sort of shrinking, is there. Those are things that, because if something is totally void, then whatever is mourning it is a step removed. But if half of me is still alive, and it's yearning for the other half, that's the most profound sense of loss we have. Um, let's give you, I'll, give, I'll give a muscle, a pretty terrible muscle. But I, I, um, I know somebody. Let's uh, let's first give the the how many sir. Let's say a person is a B student. Fine, he's a B student. Um, he may be jealous and wish he was an A plus student. And uh, you know that that might exist. But it's jealousy, and he wishes he could. But it's not depressing. I knew somebody. I know somebody, a young man, who was top, 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 A plus student, all American, excellent in sports, best in his school, valedictorian, etc., 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 etc. He was in a car accident. Then for a long time, he was in a coma. Doctor didn't think he'd live. He pulled out of it regained all his physical functions over time and most of his mental functions, but he became 
the equivalent of a, of a B minus, he's a community college type guy. And he is an extraordinarily depressed person because his real Mitzvah is uh, uh, an A plus, uh, you know, Ivy League student, <coughs> and, uh, and he's living with the awareness that he's missing. When somebody <coughs> is jealous of somebody's brilliant, he doesn't feel he's missing it, he just wishes he had it. But when he knows that this is him and it just locked up and gone, th that's a terrible, terrible, terrible sack. The goof and the nefesh, all they both need each other. They're meant to be together, and the tsar of the prayed is a real tsar because each one is a full. It's a sensitive entity that can sense it, and and doesn't have it. So he says, um, it's since that's the way in which a person's misable, that's the way we also need to be misable as a nation on the Chorban of bias, because. The relationship of Akadosh Baruch Hu to Beis Hamikdash is the same as the relationship of the Neshama to the Guf. In other words, Klal Yisrael as a Klal is an entity that's meant to have something else in there, and therefore, um, when you have, w when a person has in himself the the the, the knowledge that he's hollow, like like that student we spoke about who became like a C student, um, he knows the time, he, he knows that in his head there was once a brain that was an A+, plus. And, 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 and he walks around with that sense of terrible loss. And he goes through the Torah's Mincha, a lot of similarities, just like the Nefesh puts Dibur into, into a person, the Shekhinah puts Dibur in Beit just like just Vashem Yishalayim. Just like the nefesh, it, one of the things the nefesh does is it gives a sense of smell, because um, it's the Gemara says you make a brach on reach, even though reach is not a physical physical pleasure, there is no physical accruement for the guf through through um, reach, but there's some sense of nachas ruach sort of from reach. So the mitzvah was a place where you buy, buy, uh, of reach and choyach Hashem. Um, or, and then the flip side is, it says, It says, similarly, sight. It says, And other things as, as well. So, Lemaisa, the, the sense, the Beis HaMikdash, Shechina and Kalal Yisrael, or Beis HaMikdash, is as Nisham is to the Guf, the churm of it is not the destruction of it, but the separation of the two, and that gives us its tsar. Yeah? Okay, now he says, what's the point of going to Yerushalayim when it's harif? So he says like this. He says, V'shem um, says, Since all of it's gone, why is Tzadikim Achsidim endangering themselves to go to Yerushalayim? But what is the Yerushalayim today? It's very similar to Kuzari that we've seen. Vyeshlome says, you go there like a person who goes to the base HaKavaris to, um, to, 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 to visit someone who's dead and to be Mishateach on his keva. And he says there's a Nachasruach both for the living person and for the dead person. That's what we do with Yerushalayim. So he poses the obvious question, what's a Nachasruach for the dead person when you come to the grave? If he's dead, he's dead. So he says, if they shall nefesh mitsuya savivli kivro. So he says here uh, um, 
a, a big yisod. Um, it's, it's actually sort of the tip of the iceberg. And let's talk a little bit about it. A Chazal say the following: that when the when the nefesh um, when the nefesh if the first three days the nefesh kind of is linked with the goof, it's just hovering around it and so on. Then it goes up back and forth, up and down until through a long process of 30 days a year, it sort of removes itself completely. I, I guess if we need to, to get a picture of it, um, I don't know, the, the right way to picture these things is not physically, like the nephesh is kind of has wings and it's sort of flapping around it. L let's try to picture it a little more maturely and so on. A person, a young boy, goes off to yeshiva. Well, I have those college. Um, he, he m the first days he misses home terribly. He's home. That's where he was. He went to school, but home is where he is. And the, and the first few days, it's very very difficult. And he's really his mind and heart are at home, and he's just functioning in wherever it is. As time goes on, he more and more um, forms gets bonds with the new place and begins to see his home as a place that was and its memories, but that's it. A person gets married. So again, let's say he gets married at a young age. So he's still attached to home and there's Darkein Yazov. And slowly he um, he begins to begin to see himself as his home is his home and his parents and that home was. But but those are not easy um, emotional transitions. Those transitions, you know, it's a process where you have to see yourself as part of it. It's not, you know, the, the problem is we, we always look at these things very physical. It's, it's going to Gan Aden is not like taking a train and you're going from Washington to New York or you take a plane and you go to Switzerland and you're here and you're there and that's it. We're talking about a nefesh coming to perceive itself as a different entity. For, for, for 120 years, the person saw the goof and, and as his self. So the nefesh, it's a process where the nefesh needs to begin to forget that, to perceive itself as nefesh. And, uh, and, and just like we, um, you know, we're all mamina. And somebody would ask us, I, I mean, is the goof any significant? No, the goof is just a kind of temporary vehicle, so on so forth. So why do you put so much care and effort in grooming it? Why do you want to look so good? Why do you want to, to, to do this, that? The answer is because we do see it together. For us, the, the, the separation of nefesh and guftas is unthinkable. We, we just kind of have a way of understanding it. When a person dies, the nefesh, it's a slow separation process. One. Two. The nefesh, cons what we call the nefesh and the shama, consists of an innumerable layers of perception that range from the very, very physical to the almost divine. In other words, um, there's a self that is very, like a childish perception of things, where the world is very physical, very real, and things are abstract that just simply just almost don't make sense, to a very, very fine us that sees the the, 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 the ruchnistic world almost as it sees. It's a continuum. The, the Chazal gave us five madrigas: nefesh, ruach, neshama, chay, echida, 
the truth is, each one of these five madrigas has its own five madrigas, it's ad infinitum, it's a, it's a continuum. So, the, the, just like the physical bones are in the cava, there's a physical part of the nefesh that stays with it. And then there's a, a higher part that's above it more and above it more and so on. We're not talking about space, we're, we're talking about the concept. So, when you go to a cava, it says, and Joshuaan speaks about it, there's still some sort of kedusha attached to bones. It, this, that's the Indian of the um, Hasidim and so on, why they go to Kvarim and Mitzpahl there, because it says, uh, that's why heaven was so dear and precious, because it contains Chelkas um, Mechokek, by, by God it says, that Chelkas Mechokek, from Safan Tamun, God was Zochet HaMoshe Venus cave there. So, so what's the what this well, what's the schus? I mean, there's not, the answer is because there is some nekuda of Moshe that is especially we'll see in a second. Chesamesim means it's not dead. It's 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 dormant, but it's not dead. So there are things that have in themselves still some sort of ruach and so on and so forth. Um, by the way, I, I guess we'll sort of describe explain. Uh, Litvashev were very against it. The Goyen was very against controversial chorus. He said the Klippers are there and so on and so forth. What he means is, let's translate it into our language. Um, when a person goes and he, and, and, and he goes to see a caver, if he senses the caver as being the thing, the body is the thing, that's Avodazar. If he senses this as being the bottom end of a continuum of a nefesh and Anakarish Baruch Hu, that's that's good. Uh, um, the danger is that worshiping the dead turns into a bodhisar, into worshiping the dead, um, and that's why I mean the guy uses his language says the klipas are there, but it me it means that. Yes. Maybe this may be a difficult question, but is there, given this understanding, is there any significance for those who are not zochi to have a kever? It's a big. What do you mean? It's a I mean, there are many people who. Well, well, they're entirely it, obliterated from existence. Well, well the no, truth there's is, no tion, there's no cover, there's no. So it's 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 a it's a tsar. It's a tremendous tsar that you know. Uh, it, it's it's a very big tsar, and that's why it's very easy to bring something to KV Israel. But there's other things obliterating completely. It, it exists. We just don't know where. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the ashes of in Poland, somewhere under the ground, lies millions of neshamas of gufus. Now, so he says that's enough. So we got something there. Veki vecheni says ashchina b'mikdash, dechsev chofe falaf kolayom. The same thing. In other words, a human being and neshama is parallel to beis hamikdash and and shchina. Just like if the neshama sticks around on the goof to some degree, so to the shchina beis hamikdash. Vayram razal, hina zoyimin acha kaslein zo ashchina shaloizaza mikayis maravi. So he says over here that we have something left over there. Um, and, I, I, uh, and I want to point out something. People think that Tchias HaMesim is a, um, a Nechama. And he's going, we'll speak about it in a second. We'll speak about Tchias HaMesim. I want to point out the other part. There's something in psychology very popular clo- called closure. In other words, if someone has died, then your mind says, it's over, it's gone, 
it's no longer part of your life, you must move on. And it's possible to move on because there isn't much holding you back. But, you know, you sort of wish you didn't have to move on, but you move on. Let's say somebody uh, like Shalit, um, let's, say, let's say somebody is, 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 is captured. There's no closure because even though he's not here and, and it seems almost about to get to him, but, but it's still possible. The sense that something still exists and actually is meant to come back creates a hope, but it creates a tremendous tsar, like it says by Yaakov Avinu. It doesn't allow for closure or nichum because it's not gone. In other words, had we been chas v'shalom, had it been a matzah, we had been amashem, and then we're not anymore. So we would say, oh, terrible, we were once upon a time uh, fortunate, we're not fortunate anymore with somebody else, and that's that. But it's not true. We still have the sensation, since HaKadosh Baruch, Baruch Hu is there in a very, very dormant form. He's there as, as just a, a wisp of what was there. But it's still there. And therefore, um, it, 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 it's, it, 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 we live with the yearning. We can't give up. And we know that it's, it's, it is still us. It, it's, it's still part of us. And and, um, and and therefore we miss it. So the pangs of yearning something, which still has some metzias, is deeper than if we would have pictured as being completely obliterated. That's what he says again. And just like Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to return the shamas to the guf and chiyas amesim, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to rebuild the base amigdash, like it says, ani omes ve'echia, and says ki esel shemayim yodi v'matichai So. Um, will they bring the stones to life from under the mounds of earth so the world in other words when we talk about Chorben um, and Misa we're talking about Pirut in other words Akarish created the world with certain Elements are supposed to merge together and become one, and that, and that's its real mitzvahs. So Klal Yisrael and Shechina, Adam, and Neshama, Kufa Neshama. If those things are separated, it creates a Pchinas Misa. Uh, that's what we call death. The, the the separation of the two things which had formed one element. And, and in other words, that one entity no longer exists. So just like a man and a woman together form a mishpacha, and when they get divorced, the mishpacha ceases to exist, despite the fact that the man and the woman still exist, and still possibly mashag v'shasay, um, the same thing is true by, um, the same thing is true in other things. The Beit HaMikdash HaShchina and Kufin and Nefesh. The, 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 all the inyanim that we have with the mace is because we relate to that Kuda. So in as much as there's Mesim and things are going to come back, it's, it's a Nechama, but it's also the cause of the Tsar because we can't let it forget. And that's what he says, Eretz Yisrael, it's called Eretz Achayim. Eretz Achayim, because the Shechina is there like an Efshin Aguf. Um, and Shechina go away from Eretz Yisrael, create the same thing as a guf going to neshama. Um, and he says, just like a person is mishabel on, 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 on the dead, 
on his mace because at the, uh, that the Karev, Kalal Yisrael has a Chiyuv to his Avon Shalim because there it's graven. So I, I, I guess I want to use it to translate Avelos on Yisraelim and the Chorbim on two Inyanim that are um, relevant to us. It's if we see it as long as we don't see it, l- let's give a muscle, a very uh, uh, a, a difficult muscle, but a muscle. Um, somebody who, God forbid, never saw a parent, a father, mother. They died before he was born, uh, as he was born, before he was born. It's not the same. So a child goes up, and and the emotion that hits him is jealousy that other people have a father and a mother and or a mother and he doesn't have. So there's a jealousy and that's a difficult and, and it's very it's difficult. Greater is the tsar of a child who felt a father and mother in his life, was old enough that he had a father or mother that held him, played with him, laughed with him and so on, and that was taken away. Because that was really part of his Matthias. The other one never had that Matthias and and therefore the Tsar is kind of a, 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 a different type of Tsar. Understanding in as much as we're Ruchnistic people, Shechina was part of our lives. Um, a real sense of Ruchnius. I mean, we're dead. We, we don't have a terribly powerful sense of Ruchnius. Um, and the little bit that we have is, is, is just a taste of what we had. So a person needs to visualize not how terrible was it, it was Harif, but that's really what I'm made to be a Ruchnistic person. Um, every person down deep is frustrated that he's not inspired enough, not not moved enough. In, in other words, the Ruchnist that's missing in us, we feel because we should have it. Um, so we need to relate to it as that which is missing in us as Ruchnistic beings. We need to understand that there's always some remnant left over. Just like it says there's an etzim luz left over with Chiyosh starts from. There's an akuda that starts from. And what we're hoping to get back is ourselves. We, we don't, we, we're missing so much, if we think about it, the Torah that we have, that, 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 the, that we as Orthodox Jews practice today, is a reformed version. No Korbanes, no Tum V'tayra. For those of us who Zeroyim is except for Oranges from Israel, it's quite meaningless. No Sanhedrin. How many Mesechtes and Shas are still Nagea? Um, how many Halachas Nagea? The vast majority are not. Um, you know, it because we just don't have it. A, 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 a person, we are, in as much as we have a taste for Ruchness, we need to see ourselves as being truncated beings. We don't have very much of Torah. Um, certainly not in its depth and its grandeur and so on and so forth. But if we were able to say, well, it's gone, it was, what a chaval, we lost it, and that's that, the right emotion would be, come to grips with it, and move on. But it's not like that. Imagine this fellow that I was telling you about that lost his abilities to, but the doctors told him, you know, we still see that those brain cells exist, but w- we, we need to form the pathways to get to it, and we still haven't. That, inc- that, that incre- in, in, increases the pressures and tensions much more. Because they can't just say, okay, it, what was, was, forget about it, you're born anew, start life over. It's not true. You have it, and you're just missing a key to get to it. 
the, the sense of ruchnistic dwarfing that we have. We were so much bigger. I mean, I can, if somebody comes to me, like to say, if somebody comes to me, ah, all the mighty are the Vilna Goyen. So, I say, wow, so wonderful, so great. You know, I wasn't meant to be the Vilna Goyen, and that's not me, that's it. But, but if I was the Vilna Goyen, then it was me. In Kaleisol, we, 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 we were, we, three times a year, we'd come to Beis Amikdash and have a sense of immediacy to Hashem that, that a Navi had. You know, Yeruah called the Churchot, it was called Re'i, it was like Chazon, Chazon Yeshaya, and Yeruah called Churchot, Liras for Liros. We came, we saw, and were seen. I mean, three times a year, um, we had a, a sensation of imminence to Hashem that is Navi-like. That, that was me, and that was you, and that was everybody else. And, and it's still there, and it's waiting. It's not something... If, if we were to ask a from person, what, is the gr- what would you want for anything else? We would, ne- we would honestly answer that we have a sense of reality in the frumkite that we do. We believe in the davening, in the learning, in the mitzvahs, and it's all true and everything good. But, but it's so hard for us because we don't have any sense of it. And, and, that's, and it was sort of like a blind person believing that he's painting a beautiful painting by following directions. I believe it, but I'm not getting satisfaction out of it. The availus of the Chorban and the return of it is to give us back that dimension. It was us, it will be us, and in a, in a, in a sort of latent form, it still is here for us. And that, it makes on the one hand the Tsar much bigger, because it's here and we, 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 we should by right have it, and we could have it, and we need it. It's something that, we, that is us, and we're missing it, we need it. And the other hand, it's the Nechama because it's there, and when the right circumstances come, when the right time comes, it'll be back once again, Alice. Okay.